I'm sure you have heard this phrase before. A jack of all trades is a master of none. For years, shoot, for decades or longer, people have used that phrase to say, find your niche and stick to your niche. Be as micro as possible. If you're a master of nothing because you're a jack of all trades, you will not be successful. You will fail. You will not have a foundation to stand on. But I'm here today to ask you one question. Have you heard the full quote? The full phrase is, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. I'm going to say that one more time for those who haven't heard the full quote. A jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. What's up, I digress listeners? If you've been listening to I Digress, you know that I Digress is all about providing marketing strategy to help your business grow. John Jans is the real deal on the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. He's one of the leading small business marketing experts. Over 25 years of experience as a marketer, as a speaker, as an entrepreneur, and as an author. Listen to the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast that is designed to give you marketing tips, tactics, and resources to grow your business. Something I love about the show is that John never shies away from asking the tough questions. Things like, is your core audience the audience you want to have? And does your business solve a customer's problem? Some of the episodes that I listened to recently was how to create marketing that can't be ignored. Ooh, that's a good one. Narrowing your focus on your ideal customer. Don't we all need to do that? The Duct Tape Marketing Podcast, hosted by John Jans, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm still marinating on this. A jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. It was a compliment the whole time. But people only use one part of it to push a needle and make a lot of people who are multi-hyphenate, multi-talented, who wants to do multiple things, think in a lot of different ways, feel really small, feel inadequate, feel incomplete, feel not efficient, not effective, because you can't help yourself. You're more than one thing. And I'm here to tell you, we're all more than one thing. We have primaries, we have secondaries, and subsets and subsets and subsets and so on. And I'm just here to tell you, as a jack of all trades and a master of none, that maybe we're better than a master of one. So let's reclaim our multi-hyphenated superpowers and raise our hands up to the sky and say, yes, we are here. Hear us roar. Us jack of all trades are going to rule the world. Now, here's a real twist, and I want you to marinate on this one. What happened in 2020? Wait, (laughs) we all know what the answer was. Who shifted, or the classic word that was one of the top words used in 2020, pivot, who transitioned the most? Jack of all trades, not a master of one. Masters of one can only do one thing specifically well, very well, extremely well. But now you're playing Russian roulette. Is that one thing the very thing? But is that going to survive the massive transformation this pandemic caused? Someone who's a jack of all trades can shift much more easily than one who's only a master of one. Why? 
because they have enough information, enough knowledge, enough talent, enough skill to not have to start from ground zero. They have a foundation to springboard off and hit some targets and scale and grow and ultimately survive. What's up, digital world? You're listening to the I Digress audio experience with Troy Sandage. Social media, marketing, storytelling, business, culture, and more. Coming to you in three, two, one. When you hear the phrase jack of all trades, what judgment does your mind make? It likely conjures up negative connotations. Someone who knows little about a lot and uses it to get their way. A lack of specialist skills and knowledge in favor of giving any old thing a try. Jack of all trades has become somewhat of an insult, but it didn't begin as one. The phrase was originally used to describe a playwright who was always hanging around the theaters. He would help the stage, the set, and the costumes. He would remember lines and try directing. This so-called Jack of all trades was in fact, wait, wait for it, William Shakespeare. Again, may I remind you, the full phrase is, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. So you mean to tell me, all these years as a professional, all these years from high school and college, shoot, pre-high school, things like that, <laughs> people made me feel small because I was a jack of all trades. Or I should say, specifically, a jack of many trades, not all trades. And that person who is the be-all, who inspired this, was none other than the great playwright himself, William Shakespeare. Man, when you don't have context and you don't do your research and your history and you let people sow words, sow seeds into you without doing your own homework, your own research, it can mess you up. I can't tell you how long I have felt so belittled, felt so small because I thought differently. Because many things I was passionate about. Many things I could learn to be pretty decent at. Maybe not the best at it. I tried to be the best that I can be at everything that I put my hands to, my mind to, my energy, my efforts to. But I just want to work this out with you, the listener. Because maybe I'm the only one left on this planet who didn't know that. But I feel like there's other people who's going to listen to this and be like, Troy's lying. Let me check this out. Oh my goodness, people didn't finish the quote. Now, that's just one example. Imagine how much we go when we go for different jobs. Maybe they fired you. Maybe they let you go. I know it's different connotations to those things, to those words. But in, in a lack of better terminology, you are no longer working for that organization for whatever the reason, good, bad, and the ugly. You know, you interact with different things. Certain professors stand out to you. Certain family members stand out to you. Certain people have come across your path. And we are like computers where we subconsciously take something that someone gives us and put it in a certain place. Sometimes the place that we put the information given to us, the feedback given to us, the information, the insight, the knowledge provided to us in the wrong place. Just how this quote has shaped and have projected things that if I had known the full quote, I would have embraced my full multi-hyphenated self a long time ago with grace and poise and celebration instead of feeling so small. 
and minute and powerless because I wasn't a master of one. And you see people use that phrase to try to control the herd, to control the situation, to control over you and say, oh, I feel threatened because you could do so many things when you put your mind to it. Hey, me who can only do one thing, let me force this negative thinking and mindset as a cage over your greatness, damn your light, to put you in a certain realm. And that's not everybody. And I'm not trying to project. But I thought I really wanted to unpack this moment with you. Now, the crazy thing, how I even found out. I had an amazing clubhouse room um, recently with a guy by the name of CBN. Appreciate you, brother. He introduced me to a guy by the name of Rob Youngblood, YB. YB is what most people call him in the professional world. And we had a quick call after the clubhouse room. And he led through the quote. And then he told me, but have you heard the rest of the quote? I'm like, there's more to the quote? Like, there's more to the story? Tell me more. And then he, he goes to tell me the rest. And of course, like maybe some of you who are listening right now are like, yo, I did the same thing. I went up and Googled it. Like, he lying. There's no way. Only I heard this one phrase for the totality of my life. What's the meme? How's the saying go? It was at this point in my life, this many years old, minutes, hours, seconds, you get my point. What I discovered, holy cow. There is more to this quote. There is more to the story. And once I got the full context of the story, everything about how I perceived myself and how I looked at other people who only told me one part, one half of the quote to me changed. And so I'm here to unlock that negativity and throw it as far as the east is from the west and let you know here on I Digress if you're a jack of all trades, a jack of many trades, or a jacket, I want to be inclusive, you get my point. If you're an amazing human who likes to do more than one thing, and you can do it well, do not let anybody on this planet Earth make you feel insignificant or small or minute because you don't want to just be good at one thing. Like I said before, and I'll say it again, those who survived... And those who thrived were typically those who were jack of many trades and not a master of just one. And let this be a lesson to you. Do your research, do your due diligence, and make sure that you double check when people give you information. You go search it for yourself. You go confirm it for yourself. You process it and you take the merit from it that makes sense for you and let go of the things that don't apply to you and you keep it moving. If you've been listening to I Digress for a hot minute, you've heard me talk about the six pillars every business needs. Simple, scalable, sustainable, systematic, speed, and successful. A big part of achieving these six pillars in business is incorporating them into the tools you use to conduct your business, like your CRM platform. Whether it's predicting consumer behavior or diagnosing the many what's, how's, and why's of sales and marketing, the HubSpot CRM platform has customizable solutions to help your business go from why now to what's next. Many CRM platforms are either over-engineered, can we be real for a minute, or clunky and unreliable, costing more time and money than they're worth. If we can be 100, let's keep it 100. A HubSpot CRM platform means you have a purpose-built solution that's tailored to your business 
and your business alone. So whether you're just getting started or looking for a robust system, HubSpot is ready to scale and grow with your business. With new features that allow HubSpot admins control of their accounts like never before, there's never been a better time to check out what the HubSpot CRM platform can do for you and your business. Learn more about how you can customize your CRM platform with HubSpot at HubSpot.com. So there's a few points I would like to bring out about being a jack of many trades. The first thing is pretty obvious. Flexibility. When you can do many different things, and let's say there's a downspurt. This is the season. This is the quarter. This is the period of time where this service or this product or whatever is not in high demand. It's in a season of drought. You can literally switch gears and exert your energy elsewhere that's going to help you get to where you want to go. Now, meaning you have more flexibility. Another thing to think about, being a specialist in a lot of different things can lead to self-discovery. You're working out your primary skills, your secondary skills, your third skills, and beyond. And in many ways, you may have more than one primary skill with your time and effort and energy and results in it. You can find a lot of commonalities how your charts can be transferable in other occupations and other services and other product offerings and other deliverables that can make you more valuable to an organization, more valuable to your customers, to your clients. The more valuable that you are, the harder it is to let somebody go. The harder it is to say no, because you cover so many different bases. Another thing which falls right in line you're great in business. Companies typically want to hire useful people who can find analogies and draw trends with a curiosity for solutions outside of a narrow sphere. When you have flexibility and you have self-discovery and you can reference points in different areas, that makes you dangerous. That's those combo moves, y'all. Some people can only do the basic A, B moves, but you can do that A, A, B, B, slash, slash, up, down, up, down, right hook, left hook, boom, boom, boom. You're going to have those mega combos, okay? So, Again, let's celebrate being multi-hyphenated. I look at myself, coming from a blue-collar family, was all things go for electrical engineering. Life happened, shifted. I entered into marketing. But that didn't mean all the information, all the skill set, all the experience I cultivated during my time pursuing electrical engineering, that made me a unicorn. I had the ability to create something out of nothing, a creative mindset, full-blown, visionary on 100%, but also had high IQ of analytical thinking, where now I could quantify the creative efforts backed by data to prove my point, to lead a team and make calculated decisions, but still feel creative and unique and optimized to appeal to both the executives I had the opportunity to work under and work with for them to sign off because I had the data to back it up. And then my team can see the creative, the vision, and the customer, the client, the users all benefited because it was calculated, but still creative. Both sides of the coin, unicorn, powerful, boom. Now, that's my story. There are so many other stories of people who did one thing, pivoted, shifted, transitioned, elevated, whatever bridge word you want to use there, and they didn't lose anything. Energy doesn't dissolve. Energy shifts and transforms itself. So you're building all these skill sets, 
You're building all these experiences. You're building all these different vantage points that you carry with you on your journey. That's why when we look at our resume, when we look at what we have achieved, we have to celebrate the totality of everything because everything has taught you something and got you to where you are right now. Where you are and where you're meant to be, where you're going to go, the future impact that you're going to have. And I know this is a little bit different from the series of episodes I've been doing recently, but I really want to just take a second, maybe even give you a, a breather, to just merit it on that, that I'm sure there's other people who have been told their entire professional lives, if not their whole life, that you need to pick one side, pick one thing, and be good at that. And I say, no. When you feel a calling and excitement to do something else, allow yourself time and the breath to pursue it. I'll tell you a funny story. I remember playing Little League. <laughs> Full disclosure, I sucked at it. Terrible. I just, it was just awful. But I had a really good stance. And people really thought homeboy little Troy was going to hit one out the park because of my stance was so good. But I couldn't hit my way out of a paper bag. I couldn't hit to save my life. I was terrible at it. But I learned something from that experience. And I will never forget, I was going to quit it. My mother, <laughs> she said, you're going to, we have invested in you all the outfits <laughs> The gear, the time, the practices. You are going to finish this season of Little League. If you never get a run, you're going to finish. I was probably the worst player on the team. I was probably the worst player in our league, if I'm being honest. Now, fast forward to today. I can probably hit because I understand mechanics more. And I'm a little more physically fit than I was back then. I was a little puny little guy and I really didn't. I was all computers. I didn't really process a lot of things when it came to, to baseball, unfortunately. But I share that story to say that even in experiences that you suck at, that you fail at, you can learn from it to apply to things that you are really good at. Many times, the people who constantly get rejected who constantly face rejection, who constantly are in a influx of failure and failure and failure, but they keep getting up. That is building resiliency and perseverance, certain intangible traits that you need to be successful in business as an entrepreneur, as a leader, and in life. It's all how you look at it. So I just want to take a moment to celebrate multi-hyphenated people, those who are a master of not one, but you're a jack of many. And I raise a toast to you. We're all multi-hyphenated. We should embrace it more because it makes us unique. It makes us powerful. It makes us dynamic. And we can really do some amazing things and shift in priorities, shift when problems happen, when obstacles happen, because we have the experiences. We have the knowledge. I'm going to say it. We have the technology to do more than just one thing. None of us are just one trick ponies. We should be more. So now, I don't want to be a master of anything, but I do want to be a jack of many things. And if I can be a jack of many things and do them very well, well then hey, that means I can always find a path. I can always find a place to belong, to achieve, a position to fulfill, because I'm a jack of many trades. So I'm just here to debunk that myth that those who are jack of many trades aren't as valuable to those who are master just one thing. I do feel that among your jack of many tradeness, if we're going to say that phrase for a hot second, you should have primary and secondary and subsets and put all the different things that you do in certain brackets and learn how to apply your skill sets, your experiences, your energy 
all the different things to different aspects of your life and different aspects of whatever your job, your position, your business calls for, for you to achieve the next level of success that you want. Embrace the multi-hyphenated universe. I am here to debunk that myth that you have to be a master of one. Release yourself from all that pressure. Be good at various things. Be the best as many things as you can. But don't feel bad for one more second that you have one purpose in your life. You have multiple purposes that you are meant to fulfill. And I want to say this too, and I hope this lands. Your job is not your identity. It is something that you do. It is a part of you, but it is not your identity. If you lose that job, your identity hasn't changed. You are still you with the amount of experience and skill sets and talents and ability that makes you, you. If you lose your business, if you lose clients, if you lose a lot of different things, you are still you. That is not your identity. And I think we need to learn how to separate when people ask you, who are you? Tell me about yourself. What do we lead with first? Either the big name or the company that you work for and your title and, you know, rat off what that means. But I challenge you as I'm trying to challenge myself. Tell people who you are. Yeah, the title will come. The company will come. The experience and all the cool things. But tell people about what you like. Who you are. And I know this is like a weird plot twist to end this episode. But I just felt like I just want to take y'all on a thinking journey with me because this changed how I looked at myself. This changed many things that I told myself for years that I allowed others to tell me. And I'm here to rewrite that story and we're going to flip the script. Broader knowledge leads to greater understanding and being better able to advise clients and customers across multiple areas. It's not adequate to be specialized and turn a blind eye to other influences. Progression and breakthroughs happen at the interfaces between specialisms. I'm going to say that again. And this is covered in David Etzpin's book, Range. Progression and breakthroughs happen at the interfaces between specialism. So once again, embrace your multi-hyphenated self. Curiosity is a strength. You are on a sense of self-discovery. Being multi-hyphenated allows you to be very flexible in shifts, in skill sets, and positions, which makes you even better for businesses. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Till next time. And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Digress. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Troy on social media? You can find him on all platforms at Find Troy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you're listening. Looking for a marketing strategist to build the structure, strategies, and systems you need to get the success you want and the ROI you desire in your business? Book a discovery call to talk with Troy at findtroy.com. And as Troy's philosophy goes, imagination is the engine, content is the fuel, social media is the highway, marketing is the roadmap, sales is the destination, culture is the GPS. Thanks for listening. Yeah.